Salam Salam from Center City. This is the Rorschach Ethiopia update from the 13th of October 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Ethiopia. We start this week's edition with some great news. Musa Faki Mohamed, the African Union's chairman, sent an official private letter to the Ethiopian government and the Tigray People's Liberation Front, or TPLF, calling for negotiations. The letter even included when and where negotiations would be conducted. Last week, on Wednesday the 5th, both parties accepted the invitation. According to the letter, former Nigerian President Alusagon Obasanjo, former Kenyan President Uhuru Kenyatta, and former South African Deputy President Dr. Fumzile Mlambo Nguka will lead the negotiations. The letter also stated that negotiations would take place in South Africa on Sunday the 8th. However, due to logistical preparations, talks have been postponed indefinitely. Meanwhile, the federal government is not happy with the international community's wordings. The executive urged countries and organizations to respect the sovereignty of Ethiopia by refraining from using terms like the government of Tigray, state of Tigray, Tigray administration, and regional government of Tigray to refer to the TPLF. The government reiterated that it considers the TPLF an armed terrorist group, not a democratically elected regional government. In more news on Tigray, on Saturday the 8th, the World Food Program, or WFP, made its first flight to the Tigray region after a six-week halt. The WFP said that it has called back over 30 of its employees and that it plans on returning more to their homes from the region's capital, Mekele. And for our last update about the war in the North, also on Saturday the 8th, the UN Higher Commission for Refugees Council member countries voted on whether to extend the time given to the Commission investigating human rights abuses during the war. 47 countries were present in the voting, 21 voted in favor of extending the Commission's term, and 19 against. The other seven countries did not vote. Ethiopia's Office of the Permanent Envoy to the UN in Geneva thanked countries that voted against the extension of the commission's tenure. On that note about conflicts, the feud between the Ethiopian Human Rights Commission, or EHRC, and the Gambela Regional Government continues. The EHRC has revealed that ever since they released the report alleging that the Gambela Regional Government's forces attacked civilians, the Commission's employees and partners have been threatened on mainstream and social media. The EHRC also said that on Wednesday the 5th, a group presumably affiliated with the regional government went to the Commission's office and threatened employees and told them to leave the Commission. The EHRC urged the federal and regional governments to immediately put an end to the threats. In unrelated news, a few months ago, we told you that some zones in the southern region were coming together to form Ethiopia's 12th regional government and that a referendum was going to be held. On Tuesday the 11th, the National Election Board said that they planned to hold the referendum in February of next year. The board predicted that more than 3 million people would vote in the referendum and asked the federal government for a budget of half a billion beer, around 10 million U.S. dollars, to carry it out. 
Speaking of new government, newly elected Kenyan President William Ruto was in Addis last week on Thursday the 6th. Prime Minister Dr. Abiy Ahmed welcomed him. They talked about the economy, and President Ruto said that the bilateral relationship between the two countries is a cornerstone for East Africa's regional stability. He also visited the New Science Museum and attended Safaricom's inauguration. Prime Minister Abi requested permission to use the Lamu port in Kenya. Recall that Ethiopia is a landlocked country and does not have ports of its own. On that note about Ethiopia-Kenya relations, Ethiopia has agreed to export wheat to Kenya. The president's office said that wheat imports from neighboring Ethiopia will help in stabilizing food prices in Kenya. But wheat is not the only commodity Ethiopia is exporting. On Monday the 10th, the Ethiopian electric power utility revealed that it has racked in more than 13 million U.S. dollars selling electricity to neighboring countries, Sudan and Djibouti, in just two months. The head of sales and customer management office of the corporation, Menelik Gatawun, said that the numbers have fallen short of their plans to earn about 18 million U.S. dollars because of the drop in demand from the Sudanese electricity company. Let's go back to SAFRICOM for a moment. The company officially launched operations all over the country on Thursday the 6th. At the inauguration ceremony, Ethiopia's Minister of Finance, Ahmed Shide, revealed that the ministry has permitted SAFRICOM to launch a mobile money transfer feature. Talking about money transfers, the National Bank called for a press conference on Friday the 7th. The press release mainly focused on illegal money transfers and the black market. The bank's governor, Yenadjer Dose, said that the bank has identified almost 400 people involved in illegal money transfers and has sent their names to the Ministry of Justice and will press charges. The governor reminded the public that an individual cannot have more than 100,000 beer in cash or 2,000 U.S. dollars, and companies can only have up to 200,000 beer, which is about $4,000. The National Bank also revealed that there will be secure and private rewards for anyone who informs authorities of financial crimes. The Midrock Ethiopia Investment Group, owned by the richest Ethiopian man, Sheikh Mohammed Hussein Ali Al-Amodi has signed more deals with U.S. hotel and resorts company Marriott. According to the franchise deal, Midrock will build Protea and Four Points Hotels in Hawassa and Bahirdar. Midrock already has some franchise agreements with Marriott, including the Sheraton Hotel in Addis, located around the National Palace, and the Weston Hotel, which is next to the African Union's headquarters. Moving on to some news on education, the Ethiopian University Entrance Examination began on Monday the 10th, and almost a million candidates flocked to universities where the exams are held. Just before the exam, Minister of Education Behanu Nega told the media that more than 90% of students who have registered to take the exams have entered the venues. However, not everything went off with a hitch. On the first day of the exam, at the Hawassa University in the Sidama region, a bridge connecting campuses of the university fell off. One student tragically lost his life, and a few more were injured and taken to the Hawassa Referral Hospital. 
Hawassing University said that it will talk with the Ministry of Education and the exams agency about having a make exam for the students that were injured. Other than this accident in some universities in the Amara region, after entering the universities, a total of almost 13,000 students changed their minds and did not want to take the exam. The universities had no choice but to let them go. Debru Marcos University's Academic Affairs Vice President, Dr. Yeheas Arugu, told the media that the university staff tried everything they could to change their minds, but the students refused to stay. And to close this edition, if you're in Addis and you're wondering where you can go to have fun for the weekend, the Majete concert will be held at the Millennium Hall on Saturday the 15th. Legendary musician Mahmoud Ahmed will headline the show alongside up-and-coming artists Nina Gurma, Yared Nugu, Betty G, and others. General admission tickets cost 600 beer, or 12 U.S. dollars, while VIPs are 2,500 beer, about $50, and tickets will be available on the Telebeer app. That's it for this week. Thank you, as always, so much for joining us. We were wondering, is there a city, region, or municipality that was not covered in our updates? Are we leaving out something important? You can always let us know at Ethiopia at Rorschach.com. That's R-O-R-S-H-O-K.com. So we can add what you think is relevant in our next update. Ciao.